Today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022, and the two people who are watching CNN Plus will be very, very sad on this show because we will be covering the demise and the absolute implosion of the biggest media disaster in our time. CNN investing hundreds of millions of dollars and then shutting down their streaming services less than a month after it launched. CNN Plus is terminated and it is glorious. Florida is terminating special privileges for woke Disney in this state, and we'll cover that as well. And ladies and gentlemen, the chances of Democrats keeping the House or the Senate are being terminated by Republicans across the country. The numbers are looking biblical. All coming up on this show, my name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Well, it's big news in the media world. CNN Plus shutting down. This is just a month after it launched. Variety was first to report today that CNN's new parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, will end the streaming service. CNN host Brian Stelter confirming the news himself on Twitter, saying CNN Plus will shut down on April 30th. The cable channel reportedly spent around $300 million to launch a streaming service. Oof, that's a lot of cash. Oh, man. Oh, oh, why do bad things keep happening to bad people? (laughs) CNN Plus lasted longer than Scaramucci in the White House. CNN Plus... See you later. Bye-bye. It's finished after one month in what is the most disastrous investment and media decision in modern, perhaps ever, American history. Certainly in my lifetime, CNN Plus plunking $300 million into their streaming service that nobody wanted to watch. Did you ever want to watch CNN when it was free on the airport televisions? Of course not. You took your Sbarro's pizza and you went elsewhere. Nobody wanted to watch CNN for free, so why the hell would you pay for it? It's so glorious. Well, now CNN's new masters have killed the streaming platform. This was, of course, the brainchild of Jeff Zucker and all of the CNN Illuminati members of the corporate woke world who just sit around and talk to each other and navel gaze all day. It can't be expressed enough how broken the system is. The system of corporate media who says if you go to this school, in this Ivy League school, this pretentious school, if you live in this pretentious penthouse part of New York, then you somehow understand media. You understand how the American public will be consuming content. You don't know jack shit. I'm sorry, you know nothing. You people don't live in the real world. You don't understand what people want. And you don't crystallize how broken the vast majority of Americans' opinions are of the corporate media. It's why this show is becoming wildly successful thanks to you and our non-corporate-funded, non-linear, non-terrestrial audiences. We're just streaming on social media, and this show is doing more views than CNN+. Plus. <laughs> there was a report that CNN+, Plus was getting 10,000 viewers a day, 10,000 active viewers, that only 150,000 people had signed up. CNN said that their projections projections, sorry, for CNN Plus was to have 5% of America, that's right, they wanted 
5 million people, 5% of America to sign up and pay for CNN plus. That's what they thought was going to happen inside of CNN. They believed that 5% of this country would be paying them for Brian Stelter and Don Lemon and Jake Tapper's book club. They believed that 5% of America wanted to watch more Chris Wallace, not less and wanted to watch woke programming from Jameel Hill and Rex Chapman, known conspiracy theorist lunatics on the left who are essentially hired because they have Twitter followings. Twitter isn't real life. You guys know nothing about media and you are collapsing every last bit of relevancy. This is the most catastrophic media failure maybe in American history. Joe Concha over at Fox News says that the $300 million invested in CNN Plus to have it just collapse after 30 days is the most catastrophic media failure in American history. And chef kiss. It couldn't happen to better people. It really couldn't. The sanctimony of CNN, the use of that platform to come and cancel and harass Americans. Remember how they went to a lady's house who shared a meme right after the 2016 election? She shared a meme on Facebook. So they went to this lady's little house. Uh, It was in like some cul-de-sac neighborhood uh, off the, you know, nowhere in nowhere, Georgia or somewhere. This lady isn't asking for CNN camera. She shared a meme on Facebook. CNN has been used to weaponize and has been used to break down the structure and decency in our society. And now they are getting their comeuppance. If you mess with the bull, you get the horns. It's a great saying. And CNN is now getting the horns. Let's read CNN plus broadcast network streaming service that was launched just 21 days ago will be shut down. According to variety, (laughs) CNN had initially planned to invest around $1 billion in the streaming service over the course of the next few years. But as reported by Axios, the total number of people, uh, the total number will be cut by hundreds of millions. It now appears that the entire project is going to be scrapped completely. According to reports, around $300 million was spent on the streaming service, which launched on March 29. This amount reportedly includes a sizable marketing investment. $300 million. 300 million. You know, we put up our, you know, we produce our own show here, okay? So the betting shows produce 100% in house, we pay for everything. We pay for the microphone, the studio equipment, the staffing. The Benny Show has uh, uh, seven staff members working at it uh, or in concert with it. And that's all thanks to you. That's all thanks to our viewers. We certainly uh, don't have $300 million. We wouldn't even know what to do with $300 million. Although we'll take it if you got it. Ladies and gentlemen, what the hell is going on over there at CNN? It's just like the Joker in Batman. Lighting all the fire. It's not about the money, right? It's, not, it's about sending a message. And what is the message? That you're going to put on streaming services a potato. Brian Stelter. You're going to shove a potato into a potato fryer. And it's going to look like Chick-fil-A on your television as Brian Stelter is sitting there like a waffle greasy potato bag. And he's just going, what does Brian Stelter do? Nobody knows. Nobody watches. Nobody cares. I am not trying to be braggadocious. I'm trying to say thank you to our audience and to the nonlinear universe that is being created here because CNN can't cut it. 
You can't compete with guys like us. You just can't. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans. You check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys. They don't want our worldview to be platformed, and so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture, and they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. The reason why we're building this thing is because we know how broken the old world is, how diseased that temple is. That's why people aren't able, people don't want to get their news from CNN because for so many decades they have been abused and lied to. Like an abused, like an abused uh, 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 spouse or girlfriend or significant other. And yeah, we have technical difficulties on this show all the time and we're building and we're creating and thanks to you we're able to do that because you have turned off Again, that rotted, collapsing, diseased temple of people who lie to you, who think that because it's on television, you'll watch it. There's a great Seinfeld episode. My producers for this show tell me, keep bringing up Seinfeld sketches. When Jerry Seinfeld and George are pitching their show to NBC, the NBC head of productions says, why will people watch your show about nothing? And George Costanza goes, because... Because it's on TV. That world is finished. That's still the world that CNN thinks they operate in. Because it's on CNN, people will watch it. That has come collapsing down and they don't know what's coming next. And what's coming next is the advent of people who are connected to creators like us who can communicate with them and talk with them and bring them the real news. And they trust some one streaming on YouTube or Facebook or Rumble more than they trust the billion-dollar corporation. And that's happening all across the country, and slowly you're watching the wake-up happen. And you know what? It's going to be beautiful. It's going to lead to the building of something so much better than what we have right now. Because what we have right now is a broken universe that still believes that you owe it to them to tune in. Somewhere in the synapses of the people making decisions at CNN, they thought, hey, we believe that millions of people will pay us, five million to be exact, of people will pay us. They said their projections were five million Americans will pay to watch CNN on demand streaming inside of their homes. Ha! <laughs> How, what universe do these people live in? What planet are they on? It's so 
broken, ladies and gentlemen. It's so broken. I just got to tell you, we're so thrilled this morning and we're ready to go. So bring it on. We'll take on 20 CNN pluses just here on the Little Benny Show. All right, because we speak truth, we connect with our audience, and we know what they want to hear. We connect with them. We are you. We are not someone more special or more pretentious. We did not go to an Ivy League school. I went to community college. I understand your worldview. I'm from where you're from, and our entire team here are normies. We're normies. We're people who love this country. We're patriots. And we want to speak the truth. And there needs to be more of that. The truth, the reality is that people want to see their worldview and their, their values represented in the media that they consume and in the products that they consume. And they don't care about getting hard truths. If you're a Republican, you get hard truths all the time. Sometimes, you know, oftentimes the party sucks. It doesn't represent you. A lot of the politicians let you down and you lose races. Like it's okay getting hard news and we can get hard realities but you want to hear them from somebody who doesn't want the demise of your worldview and doesn't loathe you or hate you. The snotty, sneering pretension of these people inside of their corporate boardrooms to think that you owe it to them to tune in is being destroyed today. We welcome it. We ring the bell. Dong. Let this era burst forth and we at the Benny show with your help and God bless you for watching and thank you. You watching helps destroy CNN plus every time you tune in to watch me or someone else who's a streamer, who's independent, Tim pool, we're big fans of Tim pool on this show. Every time you stream, you tune in to watch turning point live or the daily wire or whatever, whatever's your thing. You are helping independent creators. You are destroying CNN. It's Awesome. And now they're gone. They're gone. According to sources that spoke with CNBC, fewer than 10,000 people were using CNN Plus on a daily basis <laughs> two weeks after its launch and an extensive ad campaign. Oh my heavens. Holy Moses. CNN executives originally expected to bring around 2 million subscribers in the U.S. in the first year of service and a total of 15 to 18 million after a period of four years. They thought that 18 million people, the entire state of Florida, right, would be tuning in and paying CNN. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> According to a report Axios released on Wednesday, the service suspended all external marketing for CNN Plus and laid off CNN's longtime chief financial officer, uh, Chris Licht, who is the new guy in charge of CNN, released a statement essentially saying, yeah, we're done here. We're finished at CNN Plus uh, and we will be keeping you abreast of this incredible story. The truth remains that in a free market of ideas and information and programming, that you have a choice of what you're watching and what you're streaming. And it is incumbent upon those who are creating content to stream and to create on behalf of what their audience wants. And what you want is truth. And what you want is to see your values and your morals reflected and not sneered at or looked down upon by these pretentious, godless pricks inside of their little penthouses on the Upper East Side.
These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. Enough. Enough of that. Real people get real voices, and that's how you really change a system and a country. And it's time for more people with real voices to have a voice in this country. And I'll be damned. We are happy to be doing this show from the state of Florida. Part of the problem with corporate media is that it's hive mind access media, the hive mind that creates the woke ecosystem that exists on Twitter or that exists inside of these corporate boards. This is what's so petulant. This is what destroys culture. This is why you don't see a new or impressive slate of Hollywood movies scheduled to come out. You just see retreads and soft reboots and hard reboots of old things that people were able to build before cancel culture, before these boardrooms were completely and totally corrupted by the woke mind virus. If you go woke, you go broke. CNN's learning it, and so is... Disney. That's right. Disney. It exists about 40 minutes that way, right? Right over there. Disney World is learning the hard way that if you eat too much cheese and you, if you get too fat, that the mousetrap can snap on you. And that's what's happening inside the state of Florida. Disney got fat off woke privileged cheese that was handed to them free from the government of Florida. And now the government of Florida is saying, oh, wait a second, Disney, you're a guest here. And you're going to play by our rules or else no more cheese. And that's what happened. Florida voted to strip Disney of the privileged tax and self-governing status. Ron DeSantis strikes first blood in culture war when, as panicked media giant, considers bringing back their old CEO, Bob Iger. <laughs> Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Disney on fire. Check out uh, the news clip. And tonight, Florida Republicans, they are following through on their promises tonight as the state Senate in Florida passed a new bill to strip Disney of its self-governing status after the company's lies and smears against the state's new parental rights and education law. The bill now moves to the Florida House. Governor Ron DeSantis added that he doesn't support special privileges just because the company's big and powerful. Ask yourself, why should Disney enjoy special and generous status, especially when they continue to amplify lies, attack conservatives. 
You mess with the bull, you get the horns. What, what made you think that Ron DeSantis was going to just like roll over here? Ron DeSantis was in for emergency surgery to remove his second spine. The man has balls of brass. Do you think he's going to like roll over here for Disney? No, I don't think so. And you know, honestly, it is such a great thing that is happening right now as it pertains to Disney because it will let companies realize that if you do this kind of nonsense, like, and this is what we mean, companies can't stand up for virtues or values or so on, right? Companies can say, this is what we care about. These are the values that we care about. We're okay with that. We have values in, in my company, right? So Benny LLC has values that we want to promote, right, to the world. That's okay. The difference is that Disney, that is not a political company, is going to actively try to affect policy in the state of Florida. Now, here's what I think is very fascinating. All these Disney executives, they don't live in Florida. They live in Los Angeles. They live in the Burbank or Hollywood Hills. They live in these pretentious little gated neighborhoods in California. They don't live here in Florida. So what they have to do is they have to project to their neighbors and to their pretentious, parsimonious, little snippety doodad people who live out there. <laughs> like, you know, these, you know what I'm talking about. These just smug, these like smug elitist libs trimming their little hedges. And they're like, oh, hey, Susan, you work at Disney, right? You're the corporate president. Why aren't you doing something to stop that nasty don't say gay bill in Florida? And then Susie has to go in and do what's town hall meeting and project all this insanity onto this company. And these people don't live in the state of Florida. What they're doing is they're taking the California communist garbage pipeline of trash ideas and trash world that has destroyed California, turned it into a third world country, and they're running a direct pipeline into the state of Florida. And Florida's saying, we don't want it. We're going to kill this pipeline. It's not the Keystone XL pipeline. It's the Kami XL pipeline. We're going to kill the Kami XL pipeline. The pipeline runs from Disney, California, where all their executives live and work in their smug little bubbles in a place that they've destroyed. California, the crown jewel of America from a topography standpoint, from just a raw beauty standpoint. They've destroyed the crown jewel of America. And now they're running this toxic waste pipeline into my state, into my neighborhoods, into the area that affects the people I live around. And it's not working. And it's very, very bad. And it's going to be very bad for the company. Here's what's happening. Florida lawmakers have voted to strip Disney of a special status as a self-governing area between Governor DeSantis and uh, the company. Between Governor DeSantis as the company rumbles on. The Republican state led Senate, decided to end the Reedy Creek Improvement District, meaning the firm will no longer be able to operate as a self-contained government. Now, this is very weird and interesting, and I thought that the entire process here has been fascinating because I didn't actually know that this was the thing. This Reedy Creek Improvement District is essentially Disney's own land. It's called Disneyland, Disney World. Disney's actually has self-governance. They can tax they take care of the trash. They take care of the water. They don't have to live by the same rules that my business has to live under here in Florida. The back end, the backed measure passed 23 to 16, so it passed overwhelmingly in the Senate, and now it goes to the House. 
before being passed uh, on to the governor, with it potentially coming into effect June 1, 2023. It rips up the 55-year-old deal that allowed Disney to regulate land, enforce building codes, and treat wastewater that could cost the company millions in lost local taxes. It would also see two Florida counties saddled with $1 billion of debt currently owed by Walt Disney World. Orange and Osceola counties may end up shouldering the huge sum of the toxic fallout between DeSantis and the firm over the parental rights and education bill. If you go woke, you go broke, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Disney didn't have to go in. Disney's original Disney's original commentary on this bill is, hey, we're a kid's entertainment company. We're going to stay the hell out of this kind of a bill. And guess what? We're also a multinational corporation that operates in a ton of countries where homosexuality is illegal. We scrub our movies of homosexuality when we're premiering our Disney movies in the Middle East or in China. That's right. Look it up. References to LGBTQ plus is deleted and eliminated for movies Disney movies overseas in order to appeal to the audiences that aren't as friendly to that lifestyle that Disney still wants to reach directly into their back pockets and take their money. So Disney will do anything for money, and now it turns out that they are going to be losing a lot of money and, quite frankly, losing the most special situation they could possibly have, which is this self-governance, right? No business has this. I would love that. Can Ron DeSantis give Benny LLC self-governance to make my own taxes and to pay my own way and to figure out what I, how I want to run my business and my little domain here? Can I get that? It would be nice. It would be amazing. But I, of course, will not be getting that. And Disney may be losing it for good. Just heard, holy smokes, just heard Florida House has voted, has passed this measure. And so now the Florida House and the Senate have passed the measure. It goes on to Ron DeSavage's desk. (laughs) And Daddy DeSantis now has the mouse inside of the mouse trap. We can't get the article up for you uh, right now, but I am reporting to you as it happens, the Florida House has voted, along with the Florida Senate, to strip Disney of its special governance rights. So what will that mean? Well, it means that the districts, included, including in the Reedy Creek Development District, that's the, the Disney district, right? So that's, that's what it's called, the Reedy Creek Development, in which Walt Disney uh, World Orlando sits, would now come under state law. The Democrats failed to delay the passage of the GOP-sponsored bill yesterday that sought to dissolve the special districts. DeSantis said at a press conference, yes, they will be considering the congressional map, but also they'll be considering the termination of special districts that were enacted to Florida prior to 1968. That includes the Reedy Creek Development District. Here is Ron DeSavage setting the mousetrap up. But I am announcing today that we are expanding the call of what they are going to be considering this week. And so, yes, they will be considering the congressional map, but they also will be considering termination of all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968, and that includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District. (laughs) 
I want to thank Speaker Sprouls and Senator Simpson for not only working, obviously, for the reapportionment, uh, but for uh, stepping up and making sure that we make the sunset uh, or the termination on those special districts happen, which I think is very important. Wow. So here we go. You really wanted to mess with Ron DeSantis, didn't you? You really thought that Disney, you could just walk in with your bags of cash and your lobbyist dollars and get whatever you wanted because you thought you were a god. You thought that you were the ones elected and running everything, and it turns out you're not. Bob Chapek, Disney's woke, groveling, pathetic, mealy, little mousy CEO, more like a rat. That guy is a creepy, got the bug eyes and everything, a creepy little-looking dude. That guy is on camera just like whining and bitching and crying about Florida. You can leave. You're a guest here. You're a guest. Where do you want to go? You want to go to Detroit? Why don't you put Disney Detroit? See how that works for you. How about Disney Baltimore? Why don't you put downtown Baltimore? There's There's like miles of empty blocks right downtown Baltimore. Move it there. How about you move Disney back to California? There are some really skid row. That'd be nice. Maybe Venice Beach. So many nice people around there. It'd be incredible. You could have like brand new rides like, uh, uh, you know, the Fentanyl Falls or the, uh, you know, the, the, the heroin Matterhorn. It'd be so special. How about Space Mountain where everyone has to, you know, everyone has to do a Hunter Biden crack pipe hit. Uh, before flying through space, and when, you know, and the ride just kind of sits there, and you go. You ever wandered around Venice Beach? That's exactly what it looks like. It's so sad. It's so embarrassing. Instead of downtown Disney, you could do like downtown Tent City, and people could, you could walk through the urine-filled tents all around California. Be so special. Great job for the kids, ladies and gentlemen. Great job, Disney. Way to destroy yourself, you idiots. This district was created. 39 square miles, which is insane. 39 square miles as a special purpose governing district. It was created in 1967 when then Florida Republican governor, Cloud Kirk, I work very closely with a Charlie Kirk, it's Cloud Kirk, signed into law the Reedy Creek Development Act. If the 1967 act is repealed, Disney's property will fall under the control of Orange and Osceola counties. DeSantis had only previously hinted that he was receptive to changing the district before making the announcement dramatically heated up over his war with Disney. Good. So DeSantis also added, this is not supposition. This is not conjecture. This is a Florida law that says those 1.7 million people are going to have to pick up this bill. Disney has a big outstanding bill, a big outstanding debt. This is going to lead to a very bad day for Disney and good. It's about time that people realize that in the cultural war, there are winners and there are losers. And so you better be on the winning side. And this is why we are so excited to finally be fighting. Also, have you checked in on, uh, checked in on Disney's uh, stock price anytime recently? Hit a 52-week low this morning, Disney's stock price. It's lost 35% of its value this year. You know, it's really amazing. It's like you appeal and bend the knee to the woke freakazoids who often don't have children, and then you stick a thumb in the eye of a guy like me who has a family of two. I'd like a family of four or five or 20. I told my wife I want to have as many kids as possible. She disagrees. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll take what God gives us. How about that? Uh, God is the author of life, 
And uh, it is too bad that Disney doesn't quite realize that, that denying God or denying morals or denying uh, gender or denying the realities of a moral foundation, the family for our nation, is indeed something that you should preserve at Disney. It's actually how your company was built. Family-centric entertainment and families, generally mothers and fathers, bringing their kids to Disney for family-friendly fun. That's what this entire place was built on. Perhaps you shouldn't have appealed to the people who don't have the guts or don't have the bravery or don't have the selflessness to start their own family. Maybe you shouldn't have stuck a finger in their eye. Stupid Simone Sanders, who was recently the press secretary for Kamala Harris, said on air that she definitely thinks Disney is going to win this one. The money's on the Disney lobbyists, honey. Take it away, Simone Sanders, the dumbest person on TV. I mean, it's this is ridiculous. And I, and I, I know fashion corporations is popular left and right these days. I'd be careful going. Oh, my money Disney. is on the Disney lobbyists, honey. Would, would you, would you my money is on the Disney lobbyists. Do you think those those state legislators yeah. down in Florida are going to bend to the will of the governor? Did you see no. what Jared Polis said? He'd love a Rocky Mountain Disney. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but by the way, the Florida legislature, the, the state Senate, just passed this bill to strip Disney of its special access. Oh, okay. Disney Colorado. That's going to be really fun. It's going to be really special to go ride outdoor rides in Colorado in November. That will be really exciting. Do you want to lose your children to frostbite? Boy, maybe you could have like the uh, the Donner, the Donner party uh, uh, restaurant where you lose all your children to frostbite in Colorado. Colorado's dumb, woke, stupid, petulant governor. His name's Jared Polis. He offered Mickey Mouse asylum and pitches Disney World leaving Florida. Yeah, that'll be really, really special. The real Matterhorn ride uh, where you really freeze to death. Jared Polis, he's a Democrat. He shared a tweet urging the company to consider relocating to his state amid authoritarian social attacks from Florida Governor Ron DeSavage. The politician went on to guarantee Mickey and Minnie Mouse asylum in his state if Disney did take up the offer. Oh, wow. So stunning. So brave. The stunning, the stunningness and the bravers, brave, bravenessnessness. The stunningnessnessness. Bravenessnessness. So stunning. So brave. Wow. I'm crying. I'm, I'm weeping right now. Florida's authoritarian social... Florida's authoritarian socialist attacks on the private sector are driving businesses away. In Colorado, we don't meddle in the affairs of companies like Disney or Twitter. Hey, Disney. Oh, yeah, Disney and Twitter. And and Twitter, we're ready to take Twitter HQ to who, whoever your owners are. <laughs> so Disney and Twitter can exist on their own little woke island inside of Colorado. Wow, wonderful. Again, wouldn't it be special to have... Uh, uh, hobo, you know, hobo town, fentanyl, Mickey, uh, Mickey living outside, living inside of a, a, a piss filled tent, uh, 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 doing fentanyl and meth on the street. That's have you been to Denver lately? Have you looked around at what's happening at Denver? Denver is such trash right now. They have a real problem in Colorado. The Rocky Mountain High is for real. We feel for these people, uh, but this is what California is, of course, exporting all around the country. Disney is having the worst performing Dow Jones stock of the past year, plummeting more than 30%. This is according to Breitbart.com. Go woke, go broke. Walt Disney Company is performing the worst performing stock in the Dow Jones Industrial Average over the past year, plummeting 31% in the past 12 months. Woof. 
Of the 30 companies that comprise of the Dow, Disney has seen its stock drop the most on a percentage basis, followed by 3M, which is down 25%, Home Depot down 23%. Disney shares were down more than 5% on Wednesdays as investors remain skittish on streaming entertainment companies following Netflix's disastrous first quarter results. Disney Plus subscriptions uh, results recently disappointed Wall Street when the company reported quarterly results in November. And... Very happy that the Johnson family contributed to that by canceling our Disney Plus, and we encourage you to cancel your Disney Plus. You want to see that number go down, down, down even further? You want to help people who are building a new economy and building new content and building new ways to reach culture? Help out your boy. Cancel your Disney Plus. Ladies and gentlemen, we do this show for free. We don't even charge you. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful news all around. And even more important, they're starting to be pushed back. All around, all around society, this is how we know we're in a special cultural moment. All around society right now, there is pushback, whether it be judges uh, canceling Joe Biden's tyrannical and communist mask mandate, a judge that lives in my hometown here in Tampa, or whether it be Elon Musk buying Twitter. Elon Musk got all of his funding together to purchase Twitter today. He's going to make a tender offer to Twitter, and it's going to be beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching people stand up, and it's wonderful to see. We wanted to highlight a former McDonald's CEO who is a dude who invented the McNugget. So the guy's clearly a legend. This guy is trying to fight back against woke corporations, and he's beginning by buying up huge amounts of shares. So this guy's clearly loaded. Buying up huge amounts of shares uh, to propose that firms start to change themselves from the inside and scrapping all this woke CRT garbage. So we wanted to highlight this guy because he's doing something about the problem, and we love that. Former McDonald's CEO credited with inventing the McNugget is now leading the charge against the corporation corporations that implement woke policies. Good. Ed Renzi is his name. He served as the CEO of McDonald's from 91 to 97 and is partnering with the conservative advocacy agency for the Boardroom Initiative, Fox News has reported. The goal is to protect shareholders and employees of publicly traded companies from woke policies, which the group says imperil profits and thus betray the very shareholders who pay the corporation's staff wages. Yes, good, thank you. Ed Renzi, American hero, bam. Based award, that's what you get, the based award. The Boardroom Initiative also aims to counter left-wing groups' decisions to buy up stocks in the businesses until they raise enough clout to lobby the board to adopt woke policies and issues including gender issues including gender and race. The Free Enterprise Project, an existing body which joined forces with the Boardroom Initiative, has laid out a blueprint to tackle woke overreach. Good, it's time. They bought two thousand. Uh, they have bought. 2,000 Bank of America's shares enough to formally propose a motion at the next shareholder meeting. They will now demand that the firm undertake a civil rights audit to try and stop staff from pushing critical race theory-inspired equity training programs on staff at the upcoming meeting. Good. This is how it works. The left has long understood that you change places from the inside and that a small radical minority can rip up a good company and destroy an institution. Go check on federal law enforcement. Go check on anything that the federal government is doing and check on companies like Twitter. Check on companies like D Disney who are listening to this small extremist minority who are so loud and so scary because they're the people who want to cancel you. They're the people who want to destroy your company who say all mean words about you. Words are just that they can't hurt your feet they can just they just hurt your feelings right they can't do anything they can call disney 
all they want. What will really hurt Disney is this. Wokeness hurts Disney, ladies and gentlemen, and the stock market collapsing around Disney and people canceling Disney Plus and people outraged and never bringing their kids to the parks again. This is what actually hurts Disney. This is what hurts the shareholders. And if you invested in Disney or if you invested in Twitter, and if Twitter's rejecting Elon Musk's offer, which would make you rich simply because they don't like Elon Musk's politics, well, that is wokeness at its core. These people are Marxists. Critical theory is a Marxist theory. Critical race theory is a Marxist racial theory. These people don't care about the money. They care about the power. They care about weaponizing these institutions, these organizations against you, against regular Americans. It's evil, and it must end. People are sick of being lied to. They are sick of wokeness and perversity in their culture. They are sick of seeing the things that we saw yesterday in a deceptively edited interview with Donald Trump. Piers Morgan says that Donald Trump stormed out of an interview with him. Well, audio provided by President Donald Trump is saying otherwise. So good. Honestly, you should, quite frankly, be able to defend yourself from these kind of things. Piers Morgan, uh, this is the clip that Piers Morgan released. Go ahead and have a watch. Okay, Piers, I'm ready. A former president in denial. I'll be completely straight with you to your face. I think I'm a very honest man. Much more honest than you, actually. Really? Yeah. It was a free and fair election. You lost. Only a fool would think You that. think I'm a fool? I do now, yeah. With respect. Excuse me. Okay, with respect. The legacy. Produced the hard evidence. Excuse me. The most explosive interview of the year. I don't think you're real. It's, I really it's just I'm not like very dishonest. Let's finish up the interview. Morgan versus Trump. Turn the camera off. Very dishonest. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Piers Morgan looks like he's getting the flourish for drama. That's sort of what the dude does. But you have to be ethical with it. You can't just say that something happened that didn't happen. Team Trump pushed back on this, saying that it was deceptively edited and that Trump actually had a nice time on the show and thanked the host. So this wasn't what it was edited to be. You see all the jump cuts there and all the, the fade to black and everything. That's all movie magic that's meant to make Donald Trump look bad and make the show look more interesting. Here is what the Trump team released as the real audio of what happened during the interview. Okay. That was great. Thank you very much. Well, that certainly doesn't sound like what the trailer said, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a guy who likes using rhetorical flourishes. I like the drama. I like making entertaining shows, but you can't do that to somebody that you're interviewing. Say that something happened that didn't happen or clip something to make the people that you're interviewing look bad. Our girl, one of our favorites, Candace Owens, released this clip on her Twitter. Candace Owens interviewed President Trump uh, couple months ago, I think, maybe two months ago. And she said, what if I released this clip? How bad would it make Donald Trump look? Check it out. John, and Turn that off now. Yeah, yeah, if you don't mind. Turn it yeah. off. Yeah, so Donald Trump saying, turn the cameras off. 
What that means is the interview is over. Let's talk now. Let's have a conversation. Candace Owens has every right to have a conversation. And so does Donald Trump have every right to have a conversation with the cameras off so that he can be what he is, right? Which is a, a very public but private person who, of course, is entitled to private conversations. Not many of those, actually, in Trump world. He's on the television and doing interviews quite a bit. And many people are speculating what is going to happen inside of Trump world. What will happen in 2024? The New York Times is warning that the MAGA movement is certainly here to stay. Very interesting article from the New York Times, as seen through the lens of Breitbart here. Uh, the New York Times on Tuesday warned its readers that the America First movement has an intellectual backbone that will dominate policies and politics for years. Written by Thomas B. Edsel, the op-ed writer, he titled his piece, With or Without Trump, the MAGA movement is the future of the Republican Party. Acknowledge that Donald Trump has unleashed the Republican Party into a new era of politics and that no one shows a real sign of abating this movement or the deep thinkers of it. Good. The article admitted that Trump's America First movement uh, has not lost momentum since he left office and that it continues to shape the future of politics, not just in 2022, but throughout 2024. Democrats will no longer have an endless supply of establishment and low-energy Republicans with whom to contend. The best possible thing for, Repub for Democrats would be to get another Romney or a Liz Cheney or a weepy Adam Kinzinger or a John McCain. They love people like that. They love it. Bow, kiss the ring, cower at being called a racist or cower at being called a sexist, cower at whatever they can throw at you, right? They love that. That's a perfect tool for them. You just write the bad headline, you do the wrap-up smear, and then you're able to get whatever you want out of these cowering weasels in the Republican establishment. Not any longer. And the New York, New York, New York Times says this, and they say that the analysis, as they looked into the election analysis and the energy analysis, is that Democrats have really screwed the pooch here. The article highlighted the threat Democrats fear, namely conservative thinkers that will not bow to woke academia, which has embraced critical race theory, transgenderism, and cultural relativism for decades. The pushback is here, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump and the American Crisis uh, is the uh, is the essay from the Claremont Institute cited in the article uh, that sa uh, that says that conservatism is no longer enough. The author rightly revealed that conservatives centered around Trump have successfully created an academic alternative uh, with deep thinkers who can think past MAGA slogans and form America First policies. And the America First policies are winning! They're winning! This, according to Breitbart.com, analysis shows heavy shift toward Republicans. This is the best. The best is that we now win. Now we must win and then govern. Take back this country. Analysis from two separate groups who predict the probable outcome for the U.S. House of Representative races released their predictions Wednesday that all move in favor of Republican incumbent candidates or candidates versus the Democrats. University of Virginia Center for Politics and the Cook Political Report shifted their House predictions in favor of Republicans. The Center for Politics acknowledged that part of their prediction change is due to the Republicans reclaiming the strong favorites to win the House majority. And with redistricting nearly complete, we can now offer a more complete assessment of what our rating will suggest this fall. 
The analysis from the Center for Politics added that after the first quarter filing deadline last week, it's easier to see the overall playing field at the House. The take is that incumbent House Democrats continue to raise impressive amounts of cash, but so did incumbent House Republicans. Additionally, they noted that Republican challengers are either doing fine or better than fine on the money front. The center's current top-line rating is 210 seats that would be safe or likely lean Republican, 198 seats safe or likely lean Democrat, and that 27 would be rated as toss-ups. On the other hand, Cook acknowledges that part of their prediction change is due to President Joe Biden's average approval rating cratering down to a dismal 42% in the country while soaring inflation rates and the president's Build Back Better legislative agenda has stalled. Cook noted that the rating showed that 27 Democrats held seats that are toss-up or worse, with the list continuing to grow, and that, by contrast, there are only 12 Republican-held seats that are toss-up or worse. Cook noted that all those changes are due to redistricting, not atmospheric factors. Republicans have had the upper hand walking into the November election and only need to have a net gain of five seats to regain the House. We think it will be a net gain of 40 or 50 or 100 seats. It will be bad. It will be biblical. It will be incredible. And it will be so special to watch it all happen with you. We here at The Benny Show will be bringing you all of the good news. We will be injecting energy and optimism into this nation. It could use a little bit more of that. We could laugh a little bit. We could cry a little bit. We need to make fun of and ridicule the powerful. And we need to reassert power back to the people. Where it belongs, quite frankly. It doesn't belong in CNN's hands or Disney's hands. They are a functionary of us, the people. We're the most powerful group of political class you've ever seen in world history, quite frankly. The most powerful grouping of a political class in world history is the American middle class. We own property. We own stocks. We have wealth and we have freedom of speech. We have freedom to connect and we have freedom of thought. We are an educated, smart group of passionate Americans who just want this country to be left the hell alone. And we want our lives to be left to hell alone from these neurotic, childless weirdos who are in office right now trying to destroy this place. We're going to stop them. It's going to be amazing. We're going to stop them because we have our priorities right. God, family, country. That's our priorities on this show. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. And so that's what we do here on The Benny Show every single day. Thank you for joining and celebrating with us the demise of some of our enemies. And ladies and gentlemen, welcoming forth a brand new new and beautiful era for America, a future that we're going to build together when we rip down the diseased temples of the woke and the establishment. It shall be glorious. Join us in the revolution. Thank you for watching today. My name is Benny Johnson, and this has been The Benny Show.